0: Hey there, film clubbers. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Fangirl Film Club. And for exclusive content, early access to episodes, and all kinds of other goodies, you can support us on Patreon.
1: Recorded live in front of a feline audience. Coming to you from coast to coast, it's the Fangirl Film Club. The Fangirl Film Club is a podcast created by adults and featuring adult themes. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Fangirl Film Club, a movie podcast where we go deep down the resume of all your fangirl faves.
1: And let me tell you, we have seen some shit. Hi, I'm your co-host, Emily J, and I'm joined by
2: my beautiful co-host, as always. Mia. <laughs> Mia's in the house. What up? Single name. Welcome back. Like Seal, you know,
1: or Fergie. <laughs> Both much more two that ne- uh, relevant figures in 2006.
0: I was going to say two that never really get the love that they deserve with the with the single names. Like people say, like, you know, like Cher and Madonna, Seal, Fergie. Love it. <laughs> we are in 2006 today. And I forget, as I often do. And I felt this way when I wa- when we watched um, Just My Luck.
1: Another Mia choice. Another pick of mine. another Mia that choice. Subjected
0: you to. Uh, <laughs> another punishment um, that we were subjected to but uh, the 2006 was really its own its <laughs> own ball of wax it was a whole thing and I forgot what life was like 15 years ago I think the ago. American
1: Pie movies were still coming out I think I think
0: so guy I think they were
1: in its heyday
0: thriving yes <laughs> thriving um yeah so we are in we are in 2006 today we are in the you're gonna be proud of me for knowing this the universe.
1: yes Ooh, snaps
0: Sexy snaps snaps. <laughs> snaps for emily i did a little tiny a tiny research uh when i was Aww. i was looking up our choice this week but um mia yeah, why don't you tell us what we what we watched. This week <laughs> Emily, it was your choice
1: <laughs> The hottest new club in New Jersey. 2006 <laughs> Weinstein produced clerks 2 has everything. Ooh. the ablest racist, pedophilic bestial atrocities committed by one host's buffoon <laughs> of a poor little meow meow, a soundtrack that slaps without any cohesion. And Rosario Dawson, Trevor Fairman, and Jason Mewes being absolute delights of the screen.
0: Sold. <laughs> Sold. Let's make ten of these. Let's make Please, ten Please, Kevin of these. Smith, let's. I'm
2: in. <laughs> I'm ready.
0: So, yeah, we watch Clerks 2, uh, which is the, obviously, the follow-up to, I want to say it's 1994. <clears throat> Four, Yeah, same made the first made
2: me
0: <laughs> Yes, the year that <laughs> produced our amazing co-host and also the first and this was this <laughs> was Kevin Smith's first real movie, right?:
1: It was his first movie ever made with a yeah. budget of roughly twenty seven thousand dollars. He maxed out all his credit mm-hmm. cards, hired all his friends, shut down his place of work at night in order to film. Clerks one, so it was truly Which a his place project. of work,
0: and his place of business was the Quickie Stop, right? Like yeah. the Quick Stop, yep. That was yeah. So I feel like Clerks one was, and and you know from other podcasts that <laughs> the Clerks franchise is not my favorite. <laughs> my
1: steel trap of <laughs> mind catches all the things that you don't like after I've already requested or done things that you don't like, so.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's why we're friends. As soon as you're like, oh yeah, you should totally watch this, and then after you've made me do it. I mean, I know you don't like this, but I'm glad you watched it anyway. <laughs> I'm glad you were here
2: so with clerks me. One was on the
0: not, ride. I, at the end of all things, I, I am, I am glad to be here with you for this. But yeah, so clerk's one was like this total passion project. I have such a soft spot in my heart for like early filmmaker first attempts where it's clearly they're just like hiring their friends and <laughs> and having fun with a camera and just like this is something that they wanted to do for so long and they finally got to do it and that's part of why we started this podcast because there's a few of those gems in mm-hmm. here sprinkled around somewhere. <laughs> I gotta say, Clerks 2 does not <laughs> fit that pill. <laughs>
2: Clerks no. do is not the
0: the is not a a linear follow up to the passion project the passion that came with making the original Clerks. But anyway, um, if you would like me to tell you what happened in this movie, what I think happened in this movie, because I, am I don't ready remember
1: every single solitary second of it, I would love a refresher.
0: As, as if you don't know it by heart and could. <laughs> I could just start running the clock, and you could just start quoting the entire thing right now. Yes, but truly. All right, <laughs> all right let me get know the timer when out. you're ready. I okay. got
2: you.
1: All right, whenever you're ready, I am ready to start.
0: Okay. And go. so 10 years after the first clerks, I think 10 years, Randall burns down the quick stop by leaving the coffee pot on. Then they get jobs at a building full of innuendos masquerading as a fast food restaurant called movies. And then like a year after that, Dante is leaving to move to Florida with his fiance, Emma, whose dad's going to give them a car wash and a house. Um, And so then Randall spends the whole day pouting and he bullies the nerdy kid, Elias, who's my favorite, while Dante paints Rosario's Dawson's toenails and they basically confess their love for each other in the back room. And then they talked about how they recently boned on the prep table. Um, And then, okay, so then they go through the workday and they get harassed by former classmates. They leave work to go play go karts because they're literal children. Um, They use every racial slur that's ever existed. They piss off all the customers. They burn all the food. Then, in the meantime, Jay and Silent Bob are still around, but they're, and they're selling weed, but now they're sober, and they're born-again Christians, and they play some Jackson 5, so Dante and Rosario Dawson can dance and be more in love. And then Randall books a donkey show for Dante's last day, and Rosario Dawson tells Dante that she's pregnant because of their prep table boning. Um, Rosario and Dante fight. Donkey show sets up. There's miscommunication, hijinks, all abounds. Uh, Rosario and Dante kiss. Then Emma shows up. She breaks off the engagement and the cops and the fire department show up because of the smoke from the donkey show and everybody gets arrested because it's a massive shit show. And Randall <laughs> and Dante have a huge fight in jail and in the middle of it, Randall's like, we should buy the quick stop and fix it up again and run it together. And Jay and Silent Bob were like, we will give you the money. And then Dante proposes to Rosario Dawson and he and Randall open the quick stop and all is right with the world. The end.
1: Exactly 90 seconds. Yes. That was beautiful. Getting better. <laughs> So something that I would like to touch on <clears throat> in themes in this movie relates to one of our reviews that we have this week. Um, mm-hmm. I know we're jumping the gun a little bit, but what what are your thoughts? I think for me, the last like five minutes of this movie are the best five minutes of this movie.
0: Oh, oh, far and <laughs> far and beyond. <laughs> it. it was a different okay. it was a different movie in the last five minutes. Yeah, for okay. sure.
1: So, Cole Smithy, on Colsmithy.com <clears throat> calls... This is a direct quote, and it relates to the last five minutes of the movie. Notably dubbed as the gayest film ever when it premiered at Cannes, Clerks 2 is nonetheless a slight improvement on Smith's original film.
2: <laughs> That's saying something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: can in 2006 2007 whenever you know whenever whenever it yeah whenever it premiered um
0: so oh because of the last five minutes because of how gay it is how much it, how in love they are <laughs> super in love they are <laughs> <laughs> how super in love they are i just yeah i mean the last five minutes was such a such a, a breath of fresh air after all of the garbage <laughs> that the first 90 atrocities delivered (laughs) atrocities the first 90 delivered also i will have to say that as as much as elias was my favorite character rosaria dawson was such a breath of fresh air because she's an actor with the rest of the cast because she's an actual actor and she was so much better than everybody else and like charismatic and you just wanted to like any scene she was in you just wanted to watch what she was doing i mean that's just because she's a real actress and right and you know magnetic and i was like what are you doing in this movie
2: (laughs) (laughs) now if i remember correctly there were a bunch of
1: actresses who were like thought of for this one rosario dawson was on the list Uh but they were like oh we're never she was one of i think kevin smith's first choices and they were like we are never gonna get her Mm -hmm. because she's just in such high demand she's just wonderful yeah and she's like you know what fuck it i i would like to be in this movie and she did that (laughs) and then volunteered again to be in clerks three which i think she's busier now than she was in 2006 Mm -hmm. mm-hmm So I mean, she
0: must have had a great time because I can't imagine they could pay her very much (laughs) since I know what the budget is. Um, I can't imagine they paid her very much. And also, she didn't have anything to work with. So it's not like she was like, oh, my God, I read the script. I will do this for union, like union fair. That's fine. I'll just do it for day rate, whatever. Like there's I'm sorry. Maybe she did. Maybe I don't understand what draws Rosario <laughs> Radar- Dawson to a project, but I can't imagine she read the script of Clerks 2 and was like, this, this is how I will make my mark <laughs> on the film industry. This is my passion project, Clerks 2. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what brought her here See, or what brought her you back.
1: But can talk as much shit as you like. I have to be a little careful <clears throat> because if I want Clerks 4 made if i want
0: to be in it <laughs> i need all right yeah like- you're allowed to wash your <laughs> you wash your hands let's let's do a little disclaimer now okay kevin if you're listening all the hate which you should is be on my end <laughs> <laughs> which you should be because you're about to hear an amazing pitch for a really good movie but um the i love some of your <laughs> movies kevin <laughs> But do not punish Mia for my displeasure with Clerks 2, okay?
1: I have plenty of displeasure with Clerks 2. I would say I think this is probably my least favorite Kevin Smith movie. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I love Kevin Smith. Did you see Yoga Hosers? I have not seen Yoga Hosers yet. I know I need to. I know it's on the list. Your opinion
0: may change. (laughs) Your opinion may change. (laughs) On whether oh. or not Clerks 2 is the least, <laughs> the least great of Kevin Smith movies. But that's for another day. That's another <clears throat> podcast for another time. Um, so, okay. Should we just, can I address the elephant in the room that is our friendship and talk about <laughs> Randall Graves?
1: <laughs> Please, talk about the worst he's ever been. <clears throat> Okay, I know how this conversation is about to go, because I've definitely experienced levels of this conversation, where my best friend tells me that the boy I like is garbage and trash, and I can do so much better, which I know. Listen.
0: I I love that this (laughs) atrocity has has manifested in your creative world as a a renewed source of inspiration and that you're having so much fun. I'm trying so hard to be diplomatic Uh, (laughs) that you're having so much fun and that you are, are stretching your creative muscles in new ways and you're (laughs) writing again and you're making photo sets and playlists. And I'm so happy for you. Why? (laughs) Is it Randall Graves that has summoned this? Is this a rhetorical what is it that question? You... Or is this, a, no. this is a real... This is a genuine, I need to know. What is it? What is it that had you going, that's the one? I mean, obviously from the... Not to be rude, of the two of them, he's the more attractive. <laughs> Sorry, Dante. He's more. That's what it is. He's more your type. He <clears throat> is more your type. Um... <clears throat> And and of the two, again, he doesn't have that horrible goatee. His, he doesn't have the devil's <laughs> facial hair, which is what every man looks like with that horrible goatee. Anyway, tell me about Randall Grace. <laughs> so
1: I'm going f- to, uh, maybe at some point, I'm going to flip things around on you because.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I mean, I have, to, hmm. I have plenty to make up for. No, but- <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
1: So, in media, I think you've noticed this, that I enjoy a mouthy asshole. Mm -hmm. I enjoy a mouthy asshole. And that's, that's, I don't know why that's my type. Maybe because it's not, like, in real life, I will get my feelings hurt. I am, I have thick skin, but I I do get my feelings (laughs) hurt. But, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for me, Randall Graves is Randall Graves of Clerks 1, where he is a mouthy asshole And he's snarky and jaded and honest with himself. And that is the random that makes sense to me. Okay. Because if you if you do look through the creative works that I have posted and shared yeah. and against my better judgment. Yes. The final nope. tag and the very first thing that I decided to share that I decided this was going to like peel me out of my shell of fear uh-huh. that... People would read this with their own beautiful hard boiled egg. Yes. And a whopping, (laughs) you know, up to 50 people truly have read these things.
0: Um, Yes. And more people should read them side (laughs) sidebar. More people should read them because they're actually brilliant and beautifully written. I don't want to hear shit about this is not a Mia disparagement moment. Go on the tag you tag with
1: the final tag of the first pick that I shared (laughs) about stupid stupid meow meow um was au where randall never becomes the absolute buffoon of clerks 2 because he is a buffoon all right he's horrendous he is and the worst he is the worst part of this movie by far but i, didn't want to say I will it, bring this back to everybody to everybody in our social media circles to everybody on our tumblers everybody who knows anything about any of us Is Steve Rogers of Avengers Endgame your Steve Rogers? You know what? That's
0: an excellent point.
1: (laughs) Randall Graves, of course, Two is not my Randall Graves.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Thank you. I can look you in the eye again. There was some part of you that was like, okay, but I actually really liked the part where he was talking about banging 17-year-olds and using every racial slur in the dictionary. Oh! Because I, 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 it's been a very long time since I saw Clark's one, and I think I mm-hmm. will, might maybe have to watch the first one um, because I need to see what Randall Graves you love. um, Because the one that I was reintroduced to... <laughs> I was like, how he's the worst. And he starts off like there's nothing there's nothing to like about him from the get go.
1: (laughs) The most likable thing about him in this movie is how gay he is for his best friend.
0: How much he loves his best friend so Mm. much, so much. I do. I laughed really hard, though, at the line where when. When Dante's like, of course, I won't tell anybody that you're pregnant, Bex, and then immediately goes and tells Randall because immediately. I love I like like he doesn't even get done saying I won't tell anybody. And he's already telling Randall, which, out the door you know, I love he's running out the door, promising not to tell anybody on his way to tell Randall. And I but I do love because I think we all have we all have best friends where that doesn't, you know. I of course I won't tell anybody that doesn't mean that doesn't count. Mia. Of course I'm going to tell Mia. Absolutely. Mia doesn't count. <laughs> like, of course I'm going to tell you, like if somebody tells me not to tell anybody. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to tell Mia, but uh, anybody else? No, I'm quiet. Um, I'm a very
1: safe resource because we live in completely different coasts. So
0: <laughs> right. It's, it's also very nice to be like, Hey, do you know? So, and so no, I've only met you exactly one time in person <laughs> and know no one else in your life. It's fine. We're good. Um, <laughs> not gonna get around but when he tells randall that bex is pregnant and randall's like oh so like oh are you worried she's gonna tell emma and Emma's gonna freak out he's like no she's not gonna tell emma she's fine she's she doesn't like she's just telling me and he's like wait mm-hmm. so you know they go back and forth about like well what's the big deal then you can still go marry emma if bex doesn't care if you're you know in this kid's life and uh And then he's like, but I don't know what to do. And Randall's like, I don't understand this shit. He's like, you got to be one of the fuggliest chuds I've ever seen. You always have two chicks fighting over you. (laughs) What the fuck?
1: (laughs) Which I had to look up the word chud after watching this movie the first time. Is this a Jersey thing? We just watched this. It is. New Jersey Uh episode. It's a Jersey thing. Okay. It's a
0: Jersey thing. It's a Jersey and a New York thing, yeah. But yeah, you gotta be one of the ugliest <laughs> chads I've ever met and always got two chicks fighting <laughs> over you. And he's not wrong. I mean, that was the whole premise of the first clerks, too. It's like, what yes. the fuck? <laughs> so I love, I do love a best friend who can keep it real. Um, <laughs> but um, the other, the other part, okay, so It made no sense. You said you mentioned how the soundtrack slaps, but has no cohesion. Mm -hmm. The (laughs) the Jackson 5 dance party. Which was so pleasant and adorable. And again, made me (laughs) love Rosario Dawson so much because I was like, oh, my gosh, she's just having like she's just so fun to watch. She's so much fun to watch. She's so
1: cute. And she's so just ray of sunshine.
0: She is, and just like just magnetic, you just want to follow her wherever she goes. And you know when she's dancing, and then they show Jay and Silent Bob dancing, and then everybody in the in the restaurant who shouldn't be able to hear the boop, the, beam bo- the boom the boombox, uh, <laughs> turn into four different words trying to fall off my mouth at the same time. <laughs> um, but they could because whatever it's a movie, and then I mean. And I swear to God, I had to watch. I had to rewind it and look at it three times. I was like, "Is that Kevin Federline <laughs> <laughs> was leading it? the?" I don't. I don't think so. <clears throat> I I googled Kevin Federline clerks too, and I didn't get any results. So <laughs> okay. I didn't want to go digging. <laughs> I was like I don't care that much. I thought maybe it was the former Mr. Britney Spears, but I I don't want to look that hard. Um, hmm. Then there's like a group of you know Jersey Jersey rats who come out and also <laughs> dance to. <laughs> Jackson 5, which was wonderful. But the other part that I like genuinely laughed at was Jay bitching that he was bored. Silent Bob immediately putting on the song from Goodbye Horses <laughs> putting on Goodbye Horses from Silence of <laughs> the Lambs and Jay going ooh, <laughs> and, ooh. Just, <laughs> and immediately starting to put on his, his makeup and reenact <laughs> the scene that scarred me for absolute life at way too young of an age um, and yeah so there was that <laughs> and just um, and then the other, the other genuinely funny, funny part I thought was uh, uh, Elias talking about why he and his girlfriend haven't had sex.
1: Pillow pants, the pussy troll.
0: <laughs> and I was—it was the only time I liked Randall though because he didn't openly make fun of him. He didn't openly mock no. him. He was just like, <laughs> "She told you about this." <laughs> And he like played along for a while. He was like, "Okay, <laughs> oh my, all right, I'm gonna go now. All right, I'm gonna go now." Pillow pants the yeah.
1: pussy troll who has to be peed out on your 21st birthday. No uh-huh. sex.
0: <laughs> it was just that was such a long extended scene, <laughs> and <laughs> that, and then again, all of the all of the so- racial slurs. I do
1: have a piece of trivia for you about Pillow Pants the Pussy Troll. Okay. Okay. That should not surprise you. Um, so, smaller piece of trivia, Kevin Smith is writing, uh, Quick Stops, which is, like, the comic series of kind of in-between stuff that's happening in the Clerks Mm -hmm. universe. Um, but so you get, like, you see this girl who's telling Elias about her pussy troll, and good god, she is hot. Um... (gasps) She's a comic book character, but good God she is hot. Um, <laughs> but I guess Harvey Weinstein wanted to make a set that would depict Pillow Pants the Pussy Troll coming out of a like oversized vulva. And it was to be played by Jason Mewes. <laughs> and Kevin Smith was like, I... Harvey, I don't think we have the space or time for that in in mm-hmm. what I want to do here. But Jason I... Muse is like, I mean, if I have to do it, I would like to keep the Volva model.
2: <laughs>
0: These, are... <laughs> These are Jason... This isn't Jason Muse, writer. <laughs> These are his demands. That he... <laughs> Um, every word of that sentence got worse and worse. <laughs> the fact that you started with Harvey Weinstein and then just kept going. I mean, I had forgotten that he made creative choices or he mm-hmm. made suggestions on the movies that he produced. Um, so that was a fun, it was a fun blast from the past <laughs> to remember all of those careers. He ruined as well. Right. Um, <clears throat> glad that Kevin Smith put his foot down. <laughs> really glad because I don't know that this movie could have been worse. And then you just told me how it could have been worse. So thank you. Thanks, Kev. Yes. Thanks for sticking to your creative guns on that one. Oh, God. All right. So you've gotten some
1: best, worst lines um, that you have shared with us.
0: I do have two more, though.
1: I would love to hear them and see if they're any of the same as mine.
0: So yeah, uh, best worst lines being uh, the first one being "Did you know that Jesus was a Jew?" <laughs> yeah, because the weird, the weird Christianity or the weird <clears throat> born again Jay and, Zell and Bob thing makes extra no sense. <laughs>
1: Well, after in this dogma, whole universe, their faith was somewhat renewed. I would say
0: <laughs> their faith was tested, um, and then uh, also they're not gay; they're hobbits.
1: <laughs> so these definitely uh, relate to some of my <laughs> favorites. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> because I really loved this because I loved Elias. I loved the scene where he met another Lord of the Rings friend, and they like <laughs> together got to shit on shit on Randall for being so rude and mean about <laughs> their favorite movie um so yeah so I was, I was happy in that scene I liked it <laughs> yours <laughs> ma'am please tell me your best worst lines
1: a lot of these have to do with delivery as well and mm-hmm. that's actually I'll open with my made up Oscar one made up okay. Oscar um which is best Buffalo Bill impression and delivery of the line Lord By Jason Mewes.
2: (laughs) Beautiful. I actually,
0: I had, I had no, I'm sorry. I had no Oscars (laughs) for this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: one of my Oscars is a bad Oscar specifically. So we can get to that. We can get to that in due time.
0: So, um, but no, that was, that was funny when he said, (laughs) Jay, Lord."
1: Um but all right what was there? Another one of Jason Muses uh when Ethan Suplee comes and he's like is that the fucking bible? And he goes, "Hey, hey, holy fucking bible, son." <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate. Um and Elias one. You know I don't like to talk about dark forces. <laughs> I loved him so much. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, I loved him so much.
0: <laughs> he was
1: so and cute. I just wanted to You want to know something great about him is he is super nice. Trevor Fairman is really, really nice for the 10 seconds that I got to meet him.
0: Oh, yay. Um,
1: he specifically asked for my name. He said it was okay for me to hug him. And he mm. was just like, he asks for my name. And I'm like, I'm Mia. And he goes, I'm Trevor. As if, you know. <laughs> as if you didn't pay money to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet <laughs> but he was very very nice and he had he had a nice like i think he's wearing a sweater and he mm-hmm. had just one of those nice sweater hugs oh somebody's wearing yeah. a sweater and they're just all warm mm-hmm. and cozy warm and so cozy was, Mm-hmm. he was Aww. a pleasure to have in class for-
0: oh i'm sure he was <laughs> i also really loved at the end when he was applying to work at the Quick Stop or the video yeah. store, whichever one it was. And he was, like, yeah. actually nervous, like, crossing his <laughs> fingers that they wouldn't hire him. It was and so like, cute. <laughs> so cute. Like, oh, this little found family. I love it. Yeah.
1: Oh. <clears throat> I know. They're so sweet when they're being nice to
0: him. Yes. When they're being nice to him, they were adorable. Um... Also, real quick question for you. I don't remember this. Now, I know because it's all in the same. It, it is it all in the same universe as Mallrats? Yes.
1: So it is. But are you asking about Jason Lee?
0: Yes, I am asking about Jason Lee. Pickle fucker.
1: Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> People play different roles. Like Kevin Smith has, you know, ten Hollywood actor friends who do play different roles in his movies. So like mm-hmm. um Ben Affleck, was he Bartleby or Loki in Dogma?
0: Bartleby. So he's Bartleby thought... in Dogma,
1: but he's also okay. Shannon Hamilton in Mallrats. and he's also Holden can't remember his last name. Holden in Holden McNeil in uh Chasing Amy. And so Jason Lee plays a couple different characters. So this, he's like random douchebag. He's not Brody from Mallrats.
0: Okay. Alright. Okay. I was like, is this supposed to be after he goes on late night TV (laughs) and now he's like famous and now he's a dick? I don't know. I feel like the pickle thing would have come up in Mallrats.
1: That character is actually Randall's cousin and they're pretty tight, so...
0: Oh, okay. It would not
1: have been a total piece he, of shit to him.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I just,
0: like, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> for, for having spent as much of my life in uh, food service as I have, the fact that, like, Rosario Dawson just let them come back to work... <laughs> <laughs> after they straight up walked out to go drive go-karts because they were mad. Made I say Oscar. they.
1: Made up Oscar. <laughs> Best and gayest use of raindrops keep falling on my head in a romantic comedy.
0: Song of the year. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Best use in a musical or comedy. Clerks too. <laughs> <laughs> The Oscar goes to. No, I when when they left to go, you know, have their romantic date to blow Mm -hmm. off steam. (laughs) And again, like, yes, Randall loves his best friend so much. But Dante also loves his best friend so much because all Randall asked for was the keys to his car. He didn't need to go with him and like also go play with go karts and have a nice little date together (laughs) and talk about their feelings. He could have just let him go and let him inevitably get fired. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that that they came back and it's busy and it's, you know, the worst.
1: Exactly. At Lunch Rush.
0: At Lunch Rush. Uh, They came back at Lunch Rush and they, you know, jumped on the line and started kind of working.
1: (laughs) Kind of working, mostly spewing atrocities.
0: Just so many. That scene was so unnecessary. I was like, am I just just here to hate Randall Moore? (laughs) is this my purpose in watching this scene what was what were they trying to accomplish here because nothing there's nothing likable about that entire moment like there's just it's so it's not funny it I don't even think it would have been funny in 2006 honestly like I know we've come a long way as far as like what's funny and you know as far as like slurs and and whatnot but like
1: factor and shock yeah.
0: factor but also like I I, I don't know I don't think any part of it was funny and I'm like yeah. I'm not a prude I'm not yeah I don't know I'm not hard to I'm not hard to please yeah this was just gross yeah
1: yeah oh, I
2: man.
1: like I think that there can be jokes obviously there can be jokes about sensitive things like one of my favorites recently um, did you hear about the non-binary gold prospector no there's gold up in them their hills
2: <laughs> so like I think
1: you can joke about <laughs> sensitive things I think that you can have fun and it's like shit like that I don't feel like is being a dick about anything mm-hmm. and I'm not yeah. non-binary so I can't say 100% but hmm. Like, there are things that you can joke about, and there are things that just are excessive.
0: Yeah. It was the fact and that I they would been,
1: love to blame all of this on Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> but that's not how I mean, the world works. I
0: was going to say, I mean, we can try, but I also know <laughs> that by 2006, Kevin Smith pretty much had final say in how his movies get written and made. Mm-hmm. And it was his, <clears throat> his final sign off. That was like, yes, this and then turning it into a running joke. Yeah. About what he was reclaiming. Yeah. Which when Dante was like, that's not how reclaiming works. You can't reclaim that word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, where he put it on the back of his his movies jersey. But in. Tape. Um, in ta- so he spent time tape? ripping
1: pieces of tape yes, and arranging he- them.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it was just a shit show. It was just mm-hmm. a shit show, and you know the like. Also, why was there? Why was movies also like an internet cafe? That was- <laughs> I mean, you can do anything on this.
1: Yes, yeah, with, with and- no. I
0: was gonna say with no protection whatsoever. You could just search for no. and book anything as they did with. The doggy show, which was so gross.
1: Yes. This is continuity, though, because in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, they go to movies, they log onto the internet for moviepoopshoot.com, and um, this is where Jay writes his You Motherfuckers Will Pay scene. <laughs> um, you are the ones who are the ball lickers. Um, So it tracks. It does not make sense to the real world, but it no. tracks for the Askew Universe,
0: I guess. The Askew Universe, you can go to any movies and surf whatever you want.
1: <laughs> Set They're up
0: Free shop. internet. Set up shop surfing for whatever <laughs> kind of horrific porn you need. And movies will be there for you, which is it's just fine. Um, do you know how much money they spent making this versus how much they made
1: um so I know Clerks 3 I think the budget was 7 million dollars so uh-huh. this I would guess I mean this I would guess with a Weinstein budget maybe 10 million
0: other way it was oh. 5 million Ooh. but this one this one uh Mia it breaks our tradition of <laughs> losing money oh because Clerks 2 despite only being made for $5 million, made a whopping $27 million wow. at the box office. So clearly everybody was hungry for more clerks too, <laughs> for more of the clerks universe. Everybody so. was
1: hungry for most horrendous depiction of fast food eggs on camera.
0: Oh, there was so much just, everything about like i was like why did they have to go with fast food i know it like it's just extra horrible but like oh my god why does it have to be fast food if i could if i would not trust a, a, one particular director with depicting fast food which is already gross it would be mm-hmm. kevin smith cuz he would make it worse and he did so
1: bad <laughs> so bad Ugh. Ah. okay so for as surprising as that um, financial success was, yeah. how do you think the tomatoes? Oh, how, uh, wh- how do you think this? I, I don't to think, well, I
0: don't think it was certified fresh. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. going to be generous and okay. say that I think maybe Forty seven percent. Wow. Am I very am I very generous? Or am I very You're you're stingy. Am I? Okay. According to
1: Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) The critics gave this a sixty-three
2: percent. What?
1: And I will go ahead and start it off with Corey Woodruff. Corey Woodruff Mm -hmm. Woodruff and Six Fifteen Film. Who says, this is a very good film in spurts and a bizarre rusted time capsule in other ways.
0: All right. That's, Which I think is a very
1: concise way of putting it.
0: It's a concise way of what we've been dancing around for the last 40 <laughs> minutes.
1: <laughs> uh, Mike yeah. Massey in Gone with the Twins says... Like so many passion projects from filmmakers without much oversight, it often feels as if the cast is having more fun shooting the picture than audiences could possibly have while watching it.
0: I would agree with that as well. They definitely looked like they were just spending a weekend having fun with their friends and not caring what kind of story they were telling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that, that was a very surprising number for me. 63%. D, this movie D-. is really
0: bucking our trends here, here in the Fangirl <laughs> Film Club. You know, high, high praise from the critics. Uh, made money at the box Luke office. Lukewarm praise. Luke oh, warm. Lukewarm. I'm considering it high.
2: <laughs> high for, for what, what it
0: is. It, high for what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay now we've we've done our worst lines. We've done our Oscar synopsis, We've done all of our segments. So I need you to tell me how does this story end? All right, so we have
1: the for now, the final clerks in the trilogy is Clerks Three, mm-hmm. which i I adored clerks Three. Do you want to share what I think what you might have shared last week, but do you want to share what you heard about Clerks 3? I don't
0: know if we we we, have, we were recording when I said it. Uh, <laughs> somebody said that Clerks 3 was, was a film made for the eight remaining fans of the franchise and six of them are in it.
1: <laughs> Which just makes me feel sad and left out on the outside. <laughs> Being
0: Kevin. one of the two on the outside. I know. Kevin listen up you have a you have a gold mine of a super fan sitting right here waiting for your call I and cannot
1: crowdsource clerks for I don't have any fucking money like sorry I do not <laughs> Kevin Smith but I make you up for it do Kevin in Smith heart. <laughs> in heart and with you made Tusk start- which allowed you to make clerks three he said that Tusk <laughs> is what gave him the money to make clerks three.
0: So. And good news, Tusk is also on the list um, of possible movies that we're going to watch. I
1: think I need to change who we're watching that for. I did already. OK, so I had it originally as a Kevin Smith, as who we uh-huh. we're watching it for. I'm like, I just, let's say it's Haley Joel Osment. Let's
0: I you know what I saw that you had changed it to Haley Joel Osment. I was like, is he one of our people that we watch movies for? He is now. <laughs> he is now. That's fine. Okay, so so she's got a whole script. She's got a whole treatment here. Let's listen to an actual pitch. But first, tell me what happens to Clerks 3. Okay, so this is my recap of Clerks 3.
1: When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to play hockey on the roof again at 50 years old. Except it's Dante and Randall and Elias has his buddy Blockchain Coltrane who makes Jesus Kite NFTs with him. Randall and Elias argue over the NFTs and Jesus, so Elias asks God to smite Randall, who promptly has a heart attack. Justin Long and Amy Sedaris are doctors who save his life, even though he's a tiny dick, but Amy Sedaris warns Dante that he's of the same demographic and should watch out for his heart as well. Randall in the hospital decides he wants to do something with his life by making a movie, and as not to stress him out, Dante goes along with it, even though his beautiful wife, Becky, has died and is in heaven fucking Cleopatra Frederick Douglass, George Washington Carver, and Malcolm X, all of whom she is going ass-to-mouth with. Elias has decided he's a Satanist now, with outfits that get increasingly more absurd and elaborate, so all the clerks, plus Jay and Silent Bob, who have turned the video store into a dispensary, work together to make this movie, along with nearly everyone who appeared in the first movie, including Veronica. Randall is super insensitive about wanting Dante to film in the place where he worked with Becky, in movies, so dante gets raging drunk and they have an argument about whose life the movie is really about and then dante has a heart attack too it's also important to remember that dante borrowed money from his ex to make the movie happen because randall finds this out and realizes the movie really is about dante so he goes home to edit it that way and shows dante before he dies elias's kite nfts go big so he's able to pay emma back and in the credits kevin smith tells us that Kev, uh randall's movie clerk made it big and when randall was a 90 year old successful director he told a reporter this job was great because of the fucking customers. So that's Clerks 3.
0: Wow. There's a lot of words that you just you just put out there. Especially about what Rosario Dawson is doing in Clerks 3. <laughs> now I'm questioning her. Because before I was like, yeah, you know, anybody can have a lapse in judgment once. And if she just really loves Kevin Smith movies, okay. I would, I would do one too. Just to say like, yeah, this is the thing I like. And then you tell me this is what they did to Bex? (laughs) They
1: don't show her. They just, they don't show her fucking Cleopatra, Frederick Douglass, George Washington Carver, and Malcolm X. But she's talking Uh to Dante about it. And she's, like, advising him about, you know, he's been mourning her for 15 years. They really only knew Uh each other for about a year. And she wants him to, like, stop clinging to her and just let himself live his life. Which he's, you know, obviously having a really hard time doing because he doesn't know how to do anything else. Um, <clears throat> but she continues to be a delight, and I think she just she looks like she's having a fun time. She looks like she's she that's looks the okay. same as all she right. did in two thousand six.
0: Of course, she does because so, she looks amazing always. She does. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> so all right, so so dot. Well, that's sad. Dante it's died. It's super sad.
1: Dante died and it's like he never really got to live out his life at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Really sad. Mm-hmm. So
1: that was hard and you know I um, I of course, Pride <laughs> right in the theater um, I heard about when people went to see it one of my favorite podcasts in San Francisco, they went to go see it when it premiered um, a week in theaters and when Dante's dying there was a woman in the front row who's just like no
0: no 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 it's not happening no (laughs) I I can't I mean I I mean I know that you you feel very deeply about this franchise I'm just like kind of shocked that there are so many people that this was like deeply affected them (laughs) yeah Somebody was openly disagreeing in the theater that this was like (laughs) in open denial. She was watching Dante die. Oh, man. Who knew? Who knew Kevin Smith could pull these kinds of emotions from us? All right. So so then where Mm. does Clerks 4 pick up, Mia? Kevin, tune in. Stop skipping.
1: All right. This is Kevin. This is prime time. Prime time for a pitch that would can will might make you some money here. Um, Mm -hmm. so what I've heard from people who do like this series, who are invested in the series, is that the main thing we've been kind of disappointed with in Clerks 3, which I thought it was a really fitting end to the trilogy, but the issue is, like, so much focus is on Randall making this movie, and we don't really do anything with it by the end, except for Kevin Smith talking to us in commentary during the credits. Mm -hmm. So... Since the commentary was the only place we got to hear how successful the movie was, if Clerks 4 ever needed to be made, Kevin, if you ever need to make some money, um, I think it would be about, like, the rise of the movie Clerk um, Opening, mm-hmm. again, reflecting how Kevin Smith's experience with Clerks was. Um, Randall's movie premieres at the local theater, and maybe, like, one or two people plus everybody who was a part of it go to see it. Mm -hmm. So they think it's a failure until that one guy approaches Randall turning out to be some kind of bigwig movie producer who thinks this movie has serious potential and he wants to submit it to Sundance. He recommends Randall Mm -hmm. to an agency so he can get representation and prepare for the festival. FYI, also, I know nothing about Hollywood, so (laughs) take what I say with a grain of salt, but I I think I've done a little bit of
0: research. that Kevin could could help you sort this out as far as you know making it realistic i think i think kev could yeah. could be the ace in the hole there so keep going
1: yeah but i'm making it about his experience i'm making it about his experience i right you're making this movie this about him experience. so <laughs> so i have read in my 10 seconds of research that directors and actors do have agents I, directors do mm-hmm. have agents i knew actors did but directors do as well um Randall is Randall, so I think that getting representation to prepare him for the festival and to make him, like, presentable to Hollywood would be a good idea. Um, yes. <laughs> and to give Jay and Silent Bob something to do, Elias is going to marry his Bible camp sweetheart who's actually turned on by his newfound Satanism, Myra Hodgkiss, with her pussy troll. She is older than 21 <laughs> now, so she is peed it out. Um, and Jay and Silent Bob set out to give him the best ever bachelor party and wedding. Um, Dante has to be present in the movie because it's not a clerk's movie without Dante. So he's going to be in forced ghost form as Randall's conscience. And they're going to be like bickering over the decisions that Randall should make. So the theme that I would want to play with, with having Randall get an agent is that Hollywood doesn't need to change everything about you to make you presentable. Kevin Smith is a nerd who wears hats and shorts to premieres and he paves his own way as an artist and a filmmaker. So I think that would resonate with him. And the agent themselves, because Kevin Smith has confirmed that Randall's bisexual, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> this could be a person of any gender, if it were to be okay. like a 28-year-old, you know, um, person of color from the Bay Area, like,
0: maybe, with, you know, Return of the Jedi maybe tattoo. with, like, long, beautiful dark hair, and yeah, I think... <clears throat>
1: So this agent starts out like kind of uptight, kind of rigid about what they think someone's meant to present themselves as in Hollywood, but they do have a soft side. Mm-hmm. They don't show people super often because the industry is hardened them. And they are teaching Randall how to succeed in show business without really trying. While Randall okay. shows them they don't have to be stuck in the same routine of pretension for all of life.
0: Um, because oh, is Kevin there going to be and- like maybe a budding love story there? <laughs> Say. So they're going to be like a little <laughs> because a little connection there, a little love connection for Randall. OK,
1: because Kevin Smith intended to make Clerks 2 at first about Randall falling in love, dancing on the boardwalk with Alanis Morissette in 1999. So in this one, he dances with the agent at Elias's wedding on the boardwalk and realize that he loves realizes that he loves them there. But of course, there is a okay. conflict when the agent has to do damage control for him because he's about to be canceled for. Atrocities of Clerks 2. Yes. This is resolved as the movie goes to Sundance. Randall puts together a really good speech. He owns up to being an inexplicable buffoon. Um, He gives credit to everybody he loves, gives credit to his agent. They live happily ever after. Credits.
0: I think that's beautiful. I think that's so much more enjoyable than Clerks (laughs) 2. I would pay way atrocities. more than 27 million dollars so many fewer atrocities um <laughs> i think it's modern and relevant without being like bash you over the head with with woke preachiness um mm-hmm. i love the jay and silent bob b plot that could have all sorts of like cutaway so many shenanigans insanity. shenanigans that's what i'm looking for thank you shenanigans uh that we've come to know and love from those two and yeah i think i think there's Think there's a lot of potential there. Kev, listen up. Kevin Smith. I
1: would love Kevin Smith, like I don't have any mind for this dialogue right now, except uh-huh. for the speech that Randall would write. I think I could write a really good speech for Randall to give, like apologizing for his actions, owning up to being a dickhead, um, of course giving love to Dante and everybody who helped make clerks a thing. Make mm-hmm. clerks clerk because he titled it in universe (laughs) yes um and then like kind of confessing love but not openly confessing love to his agent as it happens so
0: i think it's beautiful um i i love it i if i had if i had five million dollars in kevin smith's phone number i would be making a call right now i'd be cutting this recording short and being like hey I'm going to send this you is where a link we really to, need Zencast- to tap <laughs> into
1: our
0: six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody, I mean, you know, like the thing about Kevin Smith is like, yes, he's one of the most recognizable, like, you know, filmmakers or whatever, but I look at him. and I'm like, but he's just some guy. He's like there's guy. gotta be just some, he's just some guy. And there's gotta be mm-hmm. other, some guys that I know that, you know, that six degrees of some guys know Kevin Smith. We make this happen. I mean, it's, he's, right. he feels much more accessible than your average filmmaker.
1: If you want a Toy Story 4 this shit, like, <laughs> because Toy Story 3 was a perfect ending. But everybody perfect knows ending. Toy Story 4 was a desperate money grab and it brought back it everybody was. together. There's a stupid love story. I'm here for it.
0: So dumb. It was awful.
1: <laughs> Hated it. Sorry. Hated it.
0: Oh no. Twice thirty four. 4.
1: But all right. I am here to make Clerks 4 happen. I know Jeff Anderson was super hesitant about making Clerks 3 happen, but like I could not even like it has it has to, if it's going to happen, Jeff you got to be on board. You said I'm of gonna course say, it's going to happen. it has to be you. this. I cropped my <laughs> husband out of my Tumblr pro- profile photo for you, Jeff. I told my friend at softball that you work out, Jeff. So Brian, I know you're on board. Trevor, I know you're on board. Jason, blockchain, blockchain, Coltrane, Austin. I know everybody's on board. Everybody would be on board. It's Kevin and Jeff I got to get to. So
0: That's it. That's it. And it's a shame that, I mean, I know that obviously you, you didn't have this, this whole pitch wouldn't it have been amazing if you had it written up like elevator pitch style when you went in for the hug, you like sn- snuck it into his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, he's like back in his hotel room or whatever, He's like, all right, getting ready for bed. What's this? Oh. <laughs> this is the I'm only intrigued. treatment of Turks for I would ever agree to. <laughs> who who is this siren who left this for me? Oh, my God. She'd be perfect for the ages. <laughs> oh, damn it. Missed opportunity. Fuck. all right what's the next con he's gonna be at because we'll just get you that We'll get you to that one instead i think they're in
1: florida in february so
0: <clears throat> perfect
1: pensacola never been to florida i don't think i would go to pensacola unless i knew
0: kevin smith was willing to hear me if out you're, if you're going if you're going to florida for the first time i'm begging you please don't go to pensacola <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, that. I I like it. I like your treatment of Clerks 4 better than everything I've heard about the rest of the Clerks universe.
1: <laughs> well, the third one does have a soundtrack that slaps as well, which is why I started okay. out with the Black Parade, because it starts out with the Black Parade. And I swear to God, everybody in the Castro Theater, as this movie starts, is like... What the shit? This is nice and I love it.
0: Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank I mean, thank you for sharing your love of this <laughs> universe with me. Thank you. Thank you
1: for indulging nev- me and in letting this happen.
0: I never would have watched this movie had you not put it Worst on our you. list and we not decided to do this podcast. So my horizons have been broadened. Um and I do I feel like I know you a little bit better now. Oh. How about Thank that? Thank you. The new, like I unlocked another little friendship box. Mm. Um all right. So Ooh. next time uh it is my turn to pick. So I'm yes. going to give you an option. Okay. Do you want uh do you want a horror movie or do you want an action movie?
1: So I saw exactly what you clicked
0: on when you asked horror movie. So See, I clicked away. Nope. I think I was gonna say, no. but you didn't because I I thought about it and I clicked onto something else. So you, I don't think you know what I'm gonna gonna suggest. Okay. Okay. So take that out of your brain.
1: <laughs> um. Since we faced some horror this week in <coughs> the treatment of. Just about every minority that you could imagine. Um,
2: uh-huh. Let's go action.
0: Okay. Well, then next week, we are joining Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Johnny Knoxville <laughs> in Walking Tall.
1: All right. This was one of my dad's favorites, so we'll see how this goes.
0: <laughs> this is one of those movies that, against my will, I've seen about 15 <laughs> times. Um So I don't know how I feel about it other than deeply familiar. (laughs) And I can't wait to talk about it with you. Uh, Yeah, so we're going to see some early, early Dwayne Johnson. I want to say this was 2006 also, 2005, 2006. Excellent. excellent. We're going to stay in our little time capsule here. And um, this keeps up. I'm going to get some chunky blonde highlights and start (laughs) listening to emo again. I'm going to start listening to Stray Light Run again and nobody can stop me. You're
1: going to get those fingerless gloves out, dust them off. I'm
0: going to get my fingerless gloves out, my studded belt, and get some like three inch wide highlights. Just like giant paint Swaths. Just paint like (laughs) fruit stripe gum (laughs) on my hair. That was how we looked so good (laughs) in 2005. We're going to look so
2: good. (laughs) So good.
0: And I will start to have King the blue hair again. <laughs> <laughs> Truly so a time capsule. Good. <laughs> so good. Um, all right. <laughs> we're not going to we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. So this week, clerks two last or next time walking tall. I have been your host uh, and I was joined by my wonderful co-host Mia. Thank you. Thank you. Um, We'll see you next time, guys. And closing thoughts, Mia? You
1: know I don't like to talk about dark forces.
0: Bye! Bye. (laughs)